0: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Get
0: of okay, one thing
2: the game needs is more people like you, you, you. Still have bro men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. Daniel Bard. Steve
1: Aoki. Here's Lamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball isn't boring.
0: Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Bradford. All right, baseball isn't boring. Yep, baseball isn't boring, and we have proof once again because real baseball games are about to be played. We're at the end of spring training, the very last bit of spring training. As I sit here, it is the last day of spring training. People are getting on planes. People are getting ready for opening day. The bunting is being put up. The flyovers are being planned, all of it. And I should note, heading into this season, it's going to be a great season. And a part of the reason it's going to be a great season because Baseball Isn't Boring is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And of course, we have Betting Isn't Boring every Friday with Jonathan Papelbon. We're going to have revisit his lock, his lock of opening day, which was in case you missed it White Sox over Astros. He's saying that the Astros are going to get seduced and sucked into the whole pomp and circumstance of opening day, getting the rings, getting the ceremony of winning the World Series. He knows a little bit about what's what when it comes to that. So, you know, there you go. Put your money down on the White Sox, according to Pap. All right, that's on Friday. We're going to revisit that. Betting isn't boring. But right now, we are going to celebrate a guy who deserves to be celebrated. This is the honor. This is the award that we are giving out here Baseball Isn't Boring. Yes, the MVP of spring training. People will say, "Well, it doesn't matter. Spring training doesn't matter," so forth and so on. I don't care. I don't care. We are going to give the MVP of spring training, and that is going to a guy who is joining us on the podcast, and that is Brave first baseman Matt Olson. Now, heading into the last spring training game, get these get a load of these numbers. It is absolutely crazy. He's hitting four thirty two. A fifteen forty two OPS and eight home runs. Eight home runs. It's crazy. I mean, eight home runs. So there really isn't anyone into consideration to spring training MVP other than Matt Olson of the Atlanta Braves. Uh, the next guy who has the most home runs is is Mike Brousseau of the Milwaukee Brewers. Now, dude do, that does this matter with the regular season? I don't know. Who cares? We're about the here and the now. We're about what's happening. We're about honoring and respecting and enjoying the moment. And the moment right now for Matt Olson is, holy mackerel, what an unbelievable spring training you have. So, you know, that's what we do here. When we have a momentous occasion, when we have an honor to give, it's not just like we say it. We actually have the person on the podcast. All right, so... Here, I'm going to give you Matt Olson. I want, First of all, I want to remind everyone, subscribe, rate, review, listen. Thank you to everybody who's joined us throughout spring training. Thank you to everyone who has subscribed and listened throughout spring training. Go to at BB isn't boring Twitter account, Instagram account, all of it. Keep on doing that. But So we are going to have Matt Olson on in a second. Also, after Matt Olson, who we talk a lot about, How what a difference a year makes, which I think is a pretty good conversation. Remember, March 16th, last year, was when he signed an eight-year, $168 million extension. He's with a new team, and he signs his extension, and you'll hear this. You'll hear him talk about the difference between then and now. There is a comfort level when it comes to signing these extensions. So after we talk to Matt, we're going to talk to his teammate. And that, of course, is Austin Riley, who also signed an extension. Well, you know, you play for the Braves, who doesn't sign an extension? He also signed an extension in August. And he talks a lot about what, what you do or how he feels compared to a year ago. Those two guys, I think, are not only on the same team— but they also have great perspectives on what a difference a year can make heading into this new year. But Matt Olson, obviously, like a a, a really really good example of this. Also, speaking of extensions, we should give you some news. Nico Horner of the Chicago Cubs—he is the latest to sign an extension, three-year or agree to extension, three years, thirty-five million dollars with the Cubs. He is going to be playing second base for the Cubs. My sleeper pick, but we'll get to all that a little bit later. Uh, first, I want I to give you the opportunity to listen to the guy who has been proclaimed by us at Baseballs and Boring as a spring training MVP. Okay, first off, um, you like baseball. Why isn't baseball boring? <laughs> There's no wrong answers. We've had a million different answers to this, some long, some short, some weird, some not so weird.
1: Uh, I think it's not boring because I think it's probably one of the hardest Sports uh, skill-wise to go out there and do, and there's a level of appreciation when everything lines up right.
0: In the day, in this day of instant gratification, like this, I think people are coming to appreciate that a little bit more, right?
1: Yeah, that's the wrong sport for uh, <laughs> instant gratification. Um, you know, we play 162 for a reason, and sometimes that's not even enough to kind of revert to the mean for some guys. So um, that's why the best for the best because. To take the opportunity, but uh, yeah, it's, you play a long season for a reason.
0: Okay, so the question I have is: obviously coming up on opening day, a year ago, like for every human being, we're different than a year ago. For the sport, we're different than a year ago. For you, looking back, what is different for you? For you, from a year ago? Uh,
1: I mean, well, we obviously know as a sport all the changes that are being made between pitch clock and. Kind of bases, I don't think are a big issue, but, uh, for me personally, I think just being in a second year in, in a new place, um, last year, my first year in Atlanta, uh, my, my second stop as far as organization wise. So, um, you know, are just some subtle things that you can only get used to by being there and, and living it and being with the team and the staff and in a new place. And, uh, kind of feel like with with one year under the belt it's a little more comfortable and and relaxing
0: so I remember talking to somebody actually this is going way back uh, Carl Crawford had come to the Red Sox and actually, I'm sorry, it was Torrey Hunter who went from the Twins to the Angels. And he said, he had to have that moment where he, I think it was a Grand Slam or something, where it was like, okay, I feel like I'm a part of this organization, right? Like, looking back, you, know, you come into a new organization and you feel, I'm doing everything, I get to know the guys, I know all the names, but was there a moment last year you felt, okay, I, I feel like I'm a Brave now?
1: Um, you know, not, not one sticks out. Um... A crazy amount, but the, the first one that popped in my head is us clinching when we won the division. Um, so that long, I mean, that's a whole year. No, yeah, I, I know, but uh, you know, there's there's something to you know spending the whole year with the guys, and and when you do something like that and win, and, and everybody's celebrating together, it's it's you know, it's an incredible bonding moment. Um, you know, I definitely felt welcome from the start here, and, and the. The comfort, you know, gradually rose as the year
0: went on, but uh, but until you go through it, you don't know, right? Yeah, um,
1: you know, it, there's a lot that went on last year, and and sometimes you have to kind of stop to actually be able to reflect back on it, um, which I was able to do in the off season. But uh, you know, for for me, the, the moment of of you know us jumping around in the middle of, of the Miami field after we clinched, um, you know, it's like. All right, we just we just grinded it out all year. We had a you know a tough division race too, and and uh, it, was, it was a cool moment
0: and, and uh, yeah, one to one the chair. I guess what I'm saying, like you know, with extensions, with contract stuff, with playing stuff, with being in the air, like you must feel like going to this opening day it must be like completely different.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, you know, was, especially last year with stuff
0: our far as short spring, oh, it's lock a, lock, a lockout. We forgot there's a lockout, right?
1: <laughs> out, three week spring training. I was, you know, fortunate enough to get a, a long term deal. Um, being at a new team, new coaches, new guys, new facilities. Figure out, you know, the littlest things like where do I go to find the cages, or you know, who do I ask to get a belt, or you know, it, it's just a bunch of little things that. Um, you know, when you're with a team for 10 years, you already know all these answers and, and just stuff you take for granted. And it just makes a uh, transition a little harder. But um, like I said, the guys were, were so welcoming from the start. They, they helped me along the way.
0: Other than other than having to rush through at-bats, you must look forward this season more than probably maybe any. Because of all the things that you mentioned, right? I mean, I don't know how it's going to happen. Like... I assume the brace are gonna be good. I assume you're gonna be good, but like just like you said, you settled. You're here, um, and other than having to be ready for eight seconds on the clock, it seems like it's gonna be like you're probably in a good spot, right?
1: Yeah, you know, I I sure hope so. And and the best part of it all is, is we got a we got a damn good team here, um, you know, top to bottom lineup one through nine, starting pitching, bullpen, staff. Um, you know, it's it's pretty impressive uh, things we have going on and uh, I think we just go
0: out and play our game we'll we'll, uh, be in a good spot at the end the last thing your, your GM was on our podcast and he said a very controversial thing he likes ketchup-flavored potato chips. <laughs> so every GM that's come on the podcast, I ask him the questions. And obviously, you know, like, this is a Canada thing. Yeah. Have you ever had them? I've never had them.
1: I, I'm aware that's a Canada deal, but I, I can't say I've ventured into okay, them. So Nor you can, do I know what
0: I've. And you couldn't weigh in on it one way or the other. No, and I, you don't I, want I, to get into your bad grace for GM. I don't know anyway. if I'm going to
1: try it either. Uh,
0: yeah. all right, but thank you so much. Yeah, Appreciate thanks. it.
1: In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you.
0: Great stuff, great stuff from Matt. We appreciate him swinging by the Baseball's and Boring Studios. Now, I want to get to his teammate, Austin Riley. Austin Riley, obviously a, a, another core part of that group, a core part of the Atlanta Braves, another one of these guys who signed these extension, Alex Anthopoulos. If you want to go back and look listen to that podcast, you should. Alex Anthopoulos talks all about all about the the art of signing an extension. Right, so the art of studying extension, and we talked to other GMs about it this spring. Uh, Mike Hazen, Jerry Depoto, obviously Depoto did it with Julio Rodriguez. Mike Hazen did it with Corbin Carroll, but. Uh, Alex Anthopoulos is the guy we keep mentioning every time we mention these extensions. So, uh, so one of these other guys, one of these other stars, one of these other pieces of the foundation is Austin Riley. So I hope you enjoyed the Matt Olsen conversation. Now, same sort of deal with Austin Riley. What a difference a year makes. Subscribe, rate, review, listen, the whole ball of wax. Here we go. We're coming up on opening day. I'm going to leave you with this conversation with Austin Riley. The question that we—if there's no wrong answers to, no wrong answers. It's been long ones. We had GMs answer it, players answer it, um, executives, everybody. Why isn't baseball boring? Maybe, and maybe I don't want to put words in your mouth. Maybe you do think it's occasionally boring, but why isn't baseball boring? Isn't boring? Isn't. yes. That's very, very key. Kenley Jansen asked the same question the other day. Yeah.
2: You know, I think it's. You know, like any other sport, just, like, the, the attention to detail of everything that goes on from, you know, just, like, making sure you're in the right position to knowing the counts to... Um, you know there's the the list kind of goes on and on as far as like the, the, the little things of attention to detail to me that's why i don't think it's boring it's like and it's a game of failure and you're you're trying to be as perfect as possible and there's no there is no perfect in baseball but that's what we're trying to, to strive to be and I, I to me that's why i love the game and and why i you know play it and why i picked it up it's just you know i, I play football i play basketball um and I feel like there's only so many things you can do in those sports. I and mean, in baseball, it's like there's there's an endless amount of things that you can do to improve and, and get better on. And, and uh, so, yeah, that's, that's why so, I think... So,
0: so what you described is exactly opposite of what every de- this demographic wants, which is it's hard and, it, and you have to pay attention to detail. Wow. But we're getting there, I think, right?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. like I said, that, that, to me, that's that's for us. That's yeah. for, for us players to, to, to try to figure out and... and um, and the the fans are are supposed to be there to to, to see homers, to see strikeouts, see runs scored, quicker games, um, but so, just pay a little attention. That's all. I, that, that to me, that's it. It's yeah. like the, the the very small things of of why you can lose a lose a ball game once by one run is, is pretty cool to me, and and uh, it's not for everybody. Yeah. Um, so um, you know you got to pick the pick the sport that you that you enjoy and
0: love, and, and this is the, for me, this is it. So I, I just sat Matt Olson this about a year ago. Okay. Like a year ago, your life, everyone's life is different, right? right. I mean, baseball, the life, baseball life is different because we're coming out of a lockout and everyone's rushing to get through spring training. Yeah, but your life is different. I mean, you have you have an extension. You have you know. A different slot in the game and everything how is looking back for you how does it feel now I'm giving you the opportunity to reflect we don't always get that yeah. opportunity but how does it feel like a year compared to a year ago
2: you know I think it's just you know I've learned a lot about myself and and uh, you know what works for me and, and you know I didn't like the way statistically and performance how I finished last year so it was like the, the offseason and I got to dissect that and try to fine tune that um, and, and you know it's it's it is different in a sense of you know the security of, of knowing that I'm going to be here and uh, but you know it's it's a, it's kind of the same goal as winning a World Series and that's that's what we're going after and uh,
0: so you know for me it's just trying to be the best version of myself. Does it feel different? Like I, I listen. I mean, does it feel different? Like you said, the security of, of it all. I
2: think so. From a standpoint of just you know knowing my my family's taken care, of. but I think personally it's like now I, I you know I, I have goals that I have to play up to that, that, that standard, and, and you know I, I love that. I love having setting the bar high and, and uh, trying to chase
0: chase that uh, those goals. So uh, yeah. Was there, so was there a moment you talk about this off season or trying to like hit, hit the ground running? This was there a moment. Typically, it's happened. Maybe happens in the season, but maybe it happened this off season. We're like, or maybe it was even in this spring training. We're like, okay, here we go. Now we're on the trolley. Let's go.
2: Um, no, I think it's just more of like I felt like towards the end of last year, my routine was a little thrown off. Um, so that's what I work on big this this off season, is just getting what works for me uh, in the cage, especially. And, and sticking to that, even when things aren't going well, continue to stick with that. I think what, that's what the, the guys that, that are so great do. I've um, gotten to watch Freddie, uh, Ronald. They, they pretty much have the same routine, and they're, they're not shying away from it because they know it works for them. It, it's like I said, it's a game of failure, um, and you know you're going to go through those struggles. It's, it's how you deal with those, so I think that's, that's
0: been the biggest thing. Last thing I ask your GM this, very controversial. <laughs> And I asked, ever since he answered, I've asked every GM that's come on, ketchup-flavored potato chips. Ketchup-flavored potato chips? Yeah, exactly. So your agent, I mean your agent, sorry, uh, your, Alex. Alex, Yeah, he was on the podcast. I've known Alex for a little bit. Okay. And I know that he's Canadian, and I know that, like, this is a thing. And now you, the look on your face suggests that you've never had ketchup-flavored potato chips. I have not. I'm trying to find someone else besides your GM who actually likes these.
2: I, I have not. Uh, <laughs> I
0: didn't even know they existed. <laughs> all right, so I
2: may have to may have to, to talk to him, get my hands uh, on them. All
0: right, all right, we'll get that done. All right, thank you. Yeah. Man.